Are you ready, Kafmo? He's an actor. A film director. Say hello to my little friend. A motivational speaker. A musician. I'm the man up in his face. Some even say he's a no-nonsense type of guy. King Kong ain't got shit for me. And now, ladies and gentlemen, allow me to introduce to some and present to others radio host Kahiso Murupi, a.k.a. All right, uh, it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday, and it's that time of the week. Uh, your favorite hour is here, um, and uh, it's Unleashed. The show is called Unleashed, and uh, it's on cliffcentral.com uh, from 3 p.m. till 4 p.m. with myself, Kachsomurupi, a.k.a. Kachmo. And you know, we always just talk about most interesting uh, issues uh, on this show, uh, things that you guys don't want to talk about in relationships. <laughs> and as you know, I, I never roll solo. I always bring a celebrity guest uh, that's going to have a, a conversation with us. And, uh, you know, so that uh, we can find out what's, what's uh, you know, their opinion on, on this subject. But you also guys can join us uh, and send us uh, your voice notes. Um, and we want to hear what you guys want to say. And the number is 078 The show is called Unleashed and it's on cliffcentral.com. And if you miss this show. If you missed the show, you can still catch the podcast, but we'd rather have you here live and, and interacting with us. Um, so grab your friends in the office. It's free Wi-Fi, guys. You know, just use it. <laughs> just use it and, and, and uh, you know, tune in. Uh, this will create conversations. Uh, and today's topic is really, really interesting. So um, just to get straight into it, uh, you guys know that uh, I've been married for 11 years and I've got two kids. Yes, you know, uh, whom I love very much. But uh, I've never had to deal with today's uh, topic. So... I'm going to have less to say about today's topic. <laughs> you know, I'm going to have less to say about today's topic. But today's topic is, you know, stepchildren, you know, um, becoming a, an instant uh, step parent or dealing with a stepchild. Um, and uh, what's your take on it? You know, um, you know, we just want to talk about how do you how do you become a step parent? You know, mm. and what are the dynamics and what are some of the things that are, you know, um, that that could affect their relationship or improve their relationship. So send us your voice notes um, uh, on Cliff Cent- on, on cliffcentral dot com and uh, and the number is also zero seven eight five four zero four three one three. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you know, like I said, or I don't roll solo. 
I don't roll solo. Like, I guess you guys can just tell with the laugh. You can tell with the laugh. Now, this man is, I don't know, he's a pioneer of music. He's a DJ now. He's a father. He's a, he's a presenter. He's a cyclist. Like, he's, he's jack of all trades. He's a full life. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Uh, but you guys know him, um, uh, from, from the group Bongo Muffin and, uh, you know, Mr. Sexy Man, uh, Stone Theater is in the building. <laughs> when are we getting rid of that tag, man? Like, the years are ticking. <laughs> You're the sexy man. Ah, Joe. You're the sexy man. The young guys like uh, Lunga Chawala, la, Kana, yeah. who's a kid uh, with Ayanda Tarete. You know, uh, yo, this new, there's a whole new crop. So I saw that that uh, gym challenge. You know, the yeah. for for the sexy guys, <laughs> but not music. Yeah. 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 You're Ta- like no, exactly. Ah, no, you Yeah. So, so I, 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 you know, all these things. Uh-huh. Um, that I've just called you cyclist, uh, presenter, sexy man. Yeah. You know, that's what people see in you. But is this who you say you are? Um, I, some of it. Um, I don't really consider myself like, um, any, or I don't consider it any kind of an achievement. I think <laughs> to be called oh, Mr. Zexy, you know, yeah. it can only go so far. Um, yeah. it's good genes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, but, but those other things you, are really things that, um, Give me fulfillment in life, you know, um, when it comes to the cycling, you know, through that we've been able to affect the lives of many children yeah. in the Northwest uh, province yeah. and we continue to do it. Um, you know, when it comes to my presenting, Afro Cafe has given me one of the best outlets for my Setswana and yeah. just expression, you know, yeah. DJing, you know, um, it's given me another outlet for music without having to expand the energy. You oh, know? Yeah, <laughs> Kids half my age, some of them are drunk in the crowd. Yeah. Totally giving you that, that substitute sign, you yeah, know, when they, yeah, the stadium, yeah. you know <laughs> So, yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean, all of that, you know, I mean, it's been the gift and the curse, you know. Some, some of the times it means that I can't be really a master of any of yeah. the things that I try my hand at, but I think I find more fulfillment from trying my hand at different things rather than being an expert at one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. talking about, you know, uh, performing for, for those guys. Guys, uh, yeah. someone who's drunk in that crowd and yeah. up like a substitute, you know, yeah. that's why. <laughs> what, what, what kind of a, of a, of a youngster were you? Were you one of those? No, so no, if it's no, no. Nonsense on stage, it's gonna come out. No, no, no. You know what? Yeah. I was, I was, I, I consider myself to have been. I was very naughty. That's yeah. one thing because yeah. <laughs> I was very um, curious, you know. Yeah. So my naughtiness stemmed from being curious. But I don't think I was a rude kid. Yeah. Um, I think I was raised with uh, good values, uh, values uh, yeah. in terms of uh, respecting your, your your elders and stuff. Yeah. You know, I mean, I remember a conversation I had with my mom a couple of years ago, and she was saying, you know, as I grow older, I'm realizing she's like almost seventy. Yeah. So she's like, as I grow older, I'm realizing that being older doesn't necessarily always mean that you know yeah. you know yeah. um 
and you you meet older people who just talk nonsense you yeah. know so it, it's that type of thing and you still got to find a good way to handle them yeah so yeah. but but we grew up you know respecting every adult you yeah. know that yeah. you know so the guy next door could give you guys a hiding if he, he saw you misbehaving yeah. <laughs> he didn't have to come and tell your mom yeah. about and it that, yeah. yeah or he could come and bring you to your mom and then your mom hands him the belt yeah to- and then yeah how <laughs> late yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and so, that's the kind of place that you grew up in yeah, yeah. all right so where did you grow up I grew up primarily in Mafiking, uh-huh. Mahiking. You know, it's tough to say Mahiking. How do you say Mahatown? Yeah, Mahatown. 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 No, um, you know, uh, most of I think my formative years are uh, from primary, early primary. Yeah. But I, my mother was a young divorcee, so uh-huh. a good part of my toddler years I spent them on my grandmother's farm, and obviously, subsequently would return every holiday. You know, to spend yeah. like a month month or so there each time or certain weekends we'd spend them at my grandma's farm so i would say about a good 30 percent of my life until i was about 18 19 when i moved to Josie. yeah i spent on my grandma's farm and between that and my feeding and music music man music Music was always there music was just always there we grew up with music music has always been a part of us but but I mean you know looking at uh, back then Bongo Muffin, yeah. you know um, yes it's a group, uh-huh. but there's also individuals there, and yeah. and your music seemed to have you know taken like a stone is taken a different route, yeah right like uh, and 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 I think it's interesting you know um and 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 you you embracing like your culture how does culture and music go together, in in your perspective. Look, I, I really think, um, you know, the culture is really the reflection of um, the, the context within, within which we, we exist. Yeah. You know, um, so culture does not necessarily mean tradition. Yeah. You know, um, and culture is very current yeah. for me, you know. And so I, I hate, found that, hate, yeah. yeah, when we were growing up, um, my grandmother was very traditional in terms of her approach to life. You know, the cooking, yeah. our, our way of life, being on the farm, being self-sufficient on the farm, yeah. completely off the grid. Yeah. And, um, but at the same time, she was very Christian. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So the juxtaposition of these two cultures, you know, mm-hmm. um, was was as I grew up was was very strange to me. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. you know where she would use deep Setswana words and. Words that are considered vulgar yeah. in, in today's, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, my, she taught me my, uh, paternal, um, is Tagazel, or, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And you would think that they would have taught me, cause I grew up without my father as my yes. mother being a young divorcee. Yeah. So, you know, she taught me that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, when we were, the, 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 the cows would have the calves. Yeah. Um, you know, the first milk. That the cow produces with the antibodies and everything yeah. for the calf. Yeah. You know, we would, we would get some of that milk. Obviously you get, you, you let the calf uh, suckle first. Yes. And then you would get some of that milk and we knew it was khatsele. And yeah. then a few years later you get to primary school yeah. and you know what it is without having to look in a textbook. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think, um, when I then fast forward to being here in Jersey yeah. and Oskido now, we're starting to record and we're trying to find ourselves in a studio. Yeah. And he was coaxing some of that out. Yeah. 
And I had to like I'm sitting there in a group. I'm with Tandi Somazwai. Yeah. I'm with Jasid. Yeah. You have to step your game up. You have to up. step your game up. So yeah. as I looked for something more substantial to and, draw and, on, and speedy, and yeah, and speedy. And speedy. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, speedy. my boy. It's yeah. my boy. Yeah, yeah, it's my boy. Yeah. He really Abuti, is Abuti talented. Harold. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. And you know. Mm. That was something that was substantial. The only thing that was substantial, which was the language. Yeah. Um, that I knew people in Joburg were not really, uh, dexterous with. Yes. You know, and yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So. Dexterous. Dexterous. What yeah. did you study? <laughs> Where did I study? Yeah, Shabak about uh, dexterous. Hey, man. You, if you're in your office right now and how it's a dexterous thing, <laughs> now is the opportunity for you to understand dexterous. Yeah, what I mean, um, Mabatuhai is, is a big part of, um, my educational background. Yeah. Uh, through, at, at Mabatuhai, I kind of, you know, Mabatu Primary came before that. Uh, it became Konimenjin Primary, but Mabatuhai is really where, the, they, they, they solidified who mm-hmm. I was and mm-hmm. in terms of how I approached information. Yeah. You know, um, there was always this thing that substantiates your answer. Yeah. Um, whatever, whatever, like from geography through English through mathematics, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, first of all, we studied maths was a compulsory subject. Yeah. Um, if you failed maths, you failed the year. Sure. Your first language, ah, you failed your first language, you failed the year. I would probably still be in grade one. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and mom Dukes also, she was a teacher. Yeah. And, uh, she, before she went to work for Radio Bob. So she also bought me books instead of toys, you know, from the time yeah. I was like five yeah. years old, I could read before I went to primary school. So that's why you know yeah. words like dexterous. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. You know, high school, we were reading the dictionary. <laughs> Literally reading the dictionary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, look, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna fly through this thing, you know, because I, I'm sure you've done so many interviews where people ask you where you're from, and mm. you know, but but I wanna, I wanna touch more on the, on the music, you know. Um, you, what what inspires your sound? Is it still that culture that we're talking about, and is it that culture that's current, or do you also still draw from, you know, the old culture yeah, into yeah. into maybe this music? I think we have to stand on the shoulders of giants and those that came before us because just by virtue of the fact that we're here yeah. means that they did something right. amazing and right. You know, yeah. knowing how many things are trying to get, are trying to get you out there. Yeah. You know, from disease to accident to criminal to politics, to, to politics, everything yeah. is trying to get you. And the fact that we're here, you yeah. know, yeah. and so for me, I draw on our history yeah. and stand on the shoulders of people like Bob Rahu, even yes. if it's not necessarily his music, but his attitude towards the music, yeah. you know. Um, but, you know, we still have enough that hasn't been explored, you know, from yeah. our oral traditions. A lot of my lyrics draw on those, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I will put a situation that is um, next to a modern situation that we have yeah. and, you know, talk about Sananapo or talk about, yeah, yeah. you know, and put Sananapo in today's context, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, you know, my name is Tepo. Um, I'm sure somewhere, somehow, Kitwetsa yeah. Ine Ilitepo, somewhere. Yeah. Ine, you know? So, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, I think it's, it's really just drawing from all inspirations, modern inspirations. Mm-hmm. You know, the Skritz Skritz boys, they also have something in there yeah. that you can always glean that is quality from yeah. them. Just like jazz, man. There's crap jazz music. Yeah. There's yeah. crap classic music. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's crap maskandi music, you know. <laughs> so there's always good and bad in everything. You've you know, so, so yeah, I, I, I you, draw from everything. You've traveled a lot. Yeah, man. You've traveled. Been around the world twice. 
And it was nice. Yeah, ah, there you go. Been around the world. Trucks. And it was nice. Yeah. So, so, do you still enjoy traveling after traveling so much? Because I know, you know, as an artist, uh, we normally say, you know, I don't go to clubs because, you know, we go to clubs when we work. Yeah. You know, um, that's me. That's yeah. Me. And, and so I'm saying with traveling, you've traveled so much. Um, do you still enjoy traveling? Do you? I love traveling. I love my problem with traveling is that I get homesick after a week. So, yeah, that's me. Yeah, yeah, I get homesick. I miss my kids. What I miss is... my wife. You know, I miss just my life. You know. Yeah. And uh, but it, it's great to see all these places in the world. I mean, um, and the great thing about being a musician is chances are the places out there in the world you're probably only going to go once. Yeah, you know, yeah. any place like New York, London, yeah. you might go twice, thrice, four times. Yeah, but generally, you know, I've been Vietnam. to Moscow once. Yeah, yeah. Vietnam mm. once. Yeah. You know, and for me, it's just, and yeah, it's 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 just something that will never get old. Um, for me, you know? yeah, um, yeah. And did you find yourself traveling where there are some cities that you didn't get to enjoy because you were working? Definitely, ne? definitely. Um. I mean, you know, place, some places have been great, yeah. you know, um, yeah. <laughs> some places, you know, have been awesome, man. I mean, we performed one time, um, at, uh, the Colosseum yeah. after, um, I think 1600 years, um, uh, after there hadn't been anything happening in the last performance that was there, there was a Christian in a lion's mouth, Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. so, so, you know, we did a big peace concert, um, one of Ray Charles's last Concerts, you know, there were artists from Palestine and artists from Israel together there on one stage, nice. and it was just awesome, you know. And ah, some of the <laughs> other people, some of the other places, Joe, it, it's just, it, it's just a real, just fuzz. I don't even know where it went. Yeah, I yeah. know when I look at the the passport that we were. Yeah, there. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not really that. yeah, and also, I mean, you're having a time also. So <laughs> some of the times you might be a little bit inebriated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Inebriated. <laughs> I was inebriated. So, and, and look, you've just mentioned the people that you've shared stages with. Mm. You know, you've worked with international artists uh, and local artists. Yeah. Who do you prefer working with, local or, or international? Mm, that's a tough one, man. And is it easier to work with, with local artists or international artists? I would say it's easier to work with the older local artists. <laughs> cause, cause yeah. they've gone through the whole ego thing. Now it's really about the arts. Yeah. You know, they've gone through the good times, the bad times, the good times again. Yeah. And now they're really savoring. Like, you know, you, you spend people that will tell you about the time they spent with Brahu. Yeah. It's, it's just everybody tells you a similar, it's almost like the people that spend time with Madiba, you know, yes. they yeah. tell you the yeah. similar story about how he remembers people, how Brahu will always tell you about the this amazing life that he had, yeah. you know, and still he lived long enough to enjoy his retirement properly. And because he was real with his music. Yeah. Um, and someone like Brahu would give you a little bit of that American. Look, look Brahu's international. International. But a lot of the art, older artists are like that also. Yeah. Hot Sticks is like that. Yeah. Don Laka is like that. Tepotola, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I, well, I found Bomama a little bit more conservative, <laughs> you know? But, but yeah. yeah, the male, you know, older artists. And then, um, the international artists, 
yeah, here and there, man, yeah. here and there. But I think when you work with people here at home who have a, a world perspective, then you guys can still connect on the root of the art while understanding each other in terms of your global perspective. Yeah, but is there anyone that you still hope to work with? I mean, look, Yo, you've I worked would, with I, everybody. Yo, we, we, I mean, Bongo Muffin is coming out now, you know, yeah. like uh, a couple of I days heard. ago, we signed uh, <laughs> the joint venture with Kalawa. So, yeah. you know, we'll be, we'll be signing the group to this joint venture, which is Bongo Muffin Music Kalawa, trust yeah. me. Yeah. And we, you know, hoping to work with people like Black Coffee, man. Mm-hmm. Um, he's mm-hmm. doing great for South Africa out there. Yeah. We were one of the groups that started, you know, Rekakola, uh, the road, you know, yeah. Yeah. towards the international market for yeah. a lot of South African artists uh, in this generation. And I like so, that. Yeah. I, I like what you're saying on Rekakola. Yeah. You know how Rekakola is, is literally you've, 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 yeah, you didn't you've cleared, you didn't pave it. Yeah. You cleared where you there was with the, machetes with in the machetes jungle. In the yeah. jungle, yeah. yeah you man. were like Kunta Kinte. Man. <laughs> hey, getting cut by that sweet grass. Yeah. <laughs> do do you think that you guys are recognized for that? Bongo. I think um here and there you know what? The the fact that people have received us so well since last year, since we came yeah. back during um uh, DSTV Delicious and yes. some of the two yeah. or three that was shows. nice. I yeah, I man. I enjoyed watching Bongo Muffin back on stage Respect, together bro. after such a long time. Yeah. It's like watching Trompies on stage. The reception was awesome, yeah. and it continues to be. Every performance that we do, obviously, we we've also limited the amount of performances that we're doing. I'm sure since that uh, Delicious show, we've <laughs> only done maybe another four or so shows. Yeah, and. Another, the, the last one. You guys are expensive now because now you individual brands coming together. We, How expensive are you expensive? We, we, we are, we, we are worth our price. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are, are good, worth our price. We are good, my, we, yeah. we're good bang for your buck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, look, man, um, promoters can pay Chris Brown a million dollars to come to South Africa. Yeah. You know, I don't know if Chris Brown's, Appeal yeah. in across the whole of South Africa yeah. is a hundred times what uh, Bongo Muffin's appeal is. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I just don't yeah. think so. Um, mm-hmm. So we, as, as we value ourselves, um, yeah. we have to value ourselves outside our stomachs. True. Yeah, and so you know, it it, it has it, it it does affect the frequency of the shows that we do, mm-hmm. but then again, it means that we will always deliver the quality that people expect for that amount of money. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. All right, we are hanging out with Malume Papa Tishar Pratsepo. <laughs> Stones here is in the building, and uh, after this, we're going to go straight into uh, talking about our topic, and we're going to hash it out with him, and I think he's the right person to actually talk about this because <laughs> he's been around the world, he's done it all, and uh, you know he's good for this. So uh, the topic is we are talking about step parenting. Um, have you ever been a step parent or have you ever been, you know, uh, in the situation where you had to deal with a, with a stepchild and, and how did you handle it? Um, send us your voice notes on WhatsApp. The number is 079-540-4313. And we will definitely be back after this playing your voice notes. Cliffcentral.com. Hanging out with artist, producer, Stone Siete, uh, Bongo Muffin member, because Bongo Muffin is still alive and still, still kicking. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he's been in the music game for a very long time, but he's also been a father for a very long time, right? Yep. You've been a father for a very long time, and we want to hear about, you know, your thoughts on raising stepchildren, because that's like a big thing, you know? Um, 
And these days, there's like, uh, this is my stepson, you know, sounds yeah. sounds very normal. No, this is my stepson. <laughs> Billing, you know, like, uh, people would shy away from saying this is my stepson. Yeah. Now, earlier on, we spoke about, um, you know, your mom was a, was an early divorcee. Yeah. Did you have a stepfather? Yeah. Uh, when, l- later on, later yeah. on in life, um, yeah. when I, I was in my late teens. Um, that's when the relationship Ooh. started. Yeah. Hey, it's late teens. Yeah, bro. It's late teens. Yeah. And yeah. Was in, when I knew when I poor, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I was uh, I was the man of the house. Yeah. But as 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 they started living together, it's just as I was leaving home. You know. Ah. So you know, he used to visit, used to visit, and then yeah. just as I was leaving home, they moved uh, in together. Yeah. And in fact, just after I left home. Um, they moved in together and uh, got married a few years after that. How was that for you? Um, it was cool. You know, um, I very quickly was rooting for my mother's happiness. You know, uh-huh. uh, I wanted my mom to be happy and I knew that if she had a partner, I knew how li- how difficult life had been for her yeah. just to raise me alone, you know. Yeah. Um, so for me, her Reward for me moving out was her finding a happiness and yeah. being with someone who could take her into her old age. Are you a step parent? I'm not a step parent. No. Yeah. Um, uh, I met my wife when we were 19. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, we are both. Um, she's turning 43 at the end of this year. Yeah. I turned. I'm turning 43 just now. And she's uh, pretty. Oh yeah. She's pretty. <laughs> what gym up? She hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <a> treadmill. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. So um, I haven't, but I've got um, a child with uh, Tandy, so my daughter Malaika. Yes. And obviously, you know, she's got a, a step parent. You know. So. Yeah. 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 And, okay. Uh, yeah. And 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 obviously obviously um now we get we're getting into your nature of of mm. of of step parenting. Sometimes you don't have to be a step parent yourself, but you find or you know you can have a child that will be a step child to to someone else, to yeah. your partner's uh your you know, partner, yeah. yeah, to your to, partner. To baby yeah, to to yeah. baby mom's <laughs> yeah, it gets partner. Co- it gets complicated. Yeah. How do you handle that? Because there's certain ways, I mean talking to you, there's a certain yeah. way that you grew up, you you are you are you are traditional. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the certain values that you like to pass on to your child. Now you've got someone else who who could possibly have a say in your child's life. Yeah. How how do you how do you handle that? Look, you know, there could be so many reasons why people break up. You know, mm-hmm. um, and you're no longer together. Mm-hmm. But you would like, if you consider yourself a substantial person, yeah. Um, you would like to think that your former partner. Um, has a level of choice, yeah, in terms of the quality of people that uh, they want to, <laughs> yeah, you know, to spend, bring into, yeah. yeah, you know, uh, long term. Yeah, So because it's it's there's a flip side, you know. There's your current partner who is a, a, a step parent to this uh, this child as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, for me, my experience has been that um. That, that other parent has been a very good person. Um, and we've been able to, and sometimes they are actually the voice of reason. Yeah. Between me and my baby mama. Yes. You know, yeah, I cannot they, I yeah you know, they're the ones that uh, make sure that, um, the child academically is doing well at school, yeah. you know, emotionally, if there's issues with that, if so many other issues that mm. just normal parenting would entail. You know? Now, I like what you say. You know, they would probably make sure that your child academically does well. Mm. Now, we know. 
in order to get a child to academically do well at school, sometimes you need to be hard on them. Yeah. Now, now you know, kids can one kids can become manipulative, right? Yeah. So, to, to, how does that come into play? You know, because then there's a child or daughter, you're not my dad. Yeah, I think, I think that's exactly where 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 it uh, stems from. Yeah. If there's a level of respect between as you guys as grown-ups, yeah. as adults, you know, yeah. and um, then you know that person also feels um, they, they they feel confident to confide in you when the child takes that off ramp. Yeah. And it has happened before, but what I do is back up that parent. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm not going to. Sit and with the child while we badmouth that parent, especially because uh-huh. yeah. um, that's a mistake that a lot of people do. Yeah, yeah. You know? Where you trying to get uh, yeah. points? From, yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> exactly yeah. that. So yeah. there's, it, it's quite important for there to be quite a lot of mutual respect going back and forth mm-hmm. between you guys because that's exactly what happens. The kid, you know, sees all oh, these ones are not talking. Yeah. You know, when she's then, not getting something from one side, she, goes, she goes to, to the, the other, other side. side, you know. So we've learned to deal with that and we've sort of nipped that in the bud a while back. And yeah, it, it works. I mean, there are those moments, but yeah. you have to deal with it quickly and decisively. As parents... We are jealous beings. Yeah, you know yeah. we're jealous beings, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, do do you think or do, do would you do you get jealous if if let's say your child you know feels like they're getting more love from the other parent, or they are much closer, or they have things that they share, you know, or they things that they have in common? Does that jealousy happen? And if it does, does it get to you? I I don't know, man. I'm I'm. Do I? No, I don't think I do. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a, I think everything stems from that mutual respect that yeah. you have. And you would, you, you would hope that a person who spends that amount of time with your child, mm-hmm. um, s- develops mm-hmm. some type of a connection with your child. Yeah. So that they are vested in the child's well-being. Um, if, if, if it, w- I'd be worried, I think, if, if, if that energy, um, wasn't existing yeah. between, uh, the two of them. Um, and for me, it gives me, uh, it gives me, you know, peace of mind. It gives Stone. me peace of mind to know that my child is there. Stone. In that is it possible for someone else to love your child a hundred percent? Not like, well, not like you. Yeah. But they could have their form of love, which is a hundred percent. Yeah. Love, I don't think it's, it's not a quantifiable, um, yeah. concept or a quantifiable mm-hmm. entity. You know, we feel it differently. Uh, we manifest it and, um, express it differently. Yeah. You know, some people, you know, Fathers who will shake your hand and say, well done. That's yeah. love. You know, they're not going to kiss you. They're not going to hug you. They're not going to tell you they love you. But you from seeing that, yeah. you're going to know what I know. This guy loves me. You know, let's, let's, let's bring economics into this thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's bring economics into this thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, together we could be a good team. Uh-huh. You know, we could be a good team and there's certain things that we can afford, but separated, maybe there's certain things that we can't afford. Yeah. Right, so maybe you move from a, a range rover to to maybe a polo. Yeah. Right. <laughs> bad, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying because now things have changed, right? Okay. Yeah. And 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 then your partner, and and mostly with women, then they get lucky, and then they find someone who will actually bring a Ferrari. Yeah. Now there's there's you, uh, you know. <laughs> 
right there when it's holidays when I miss a hamakoko, right? Yeah, you know, especially where you grew up, umiza koko plus in hamakoko, and one of the no, we're going to Italy. Yeah. How does that come? You know, look, I'm, 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 I'm not dealing with that, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how I would deal with it, uh, given the current circumstances that mm. um, I'm under. You know, I mean, there are things because it's a smaller family on the other side. Yeah. You know, my daughter yeah. is the only child in that family. Yeah. Whereas on my side, there's another three girls. So when she comes to this house, there's four girls, you know. Aha. My late sister-in-law's child is also my daughter. I adopted yeah, yeah. her almost 10 years ago now. Yeah. And... um. I try and show her the value of things rather than the cost of things. Uh-huh. And if and that's the advice you'd give. Yeah. Rather show the child the, the value, value of, of things, things than the cost of things. I you like know? that. Yeah. I like that. I really yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. So for me, you know, they are able. They fly business class to go overseas. I could never fly them business class to go to East London. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, but, you know, I've, I think the child knows that, you know, there's, my dad loves me a lot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. So, and we have our own special connection compared to to yes. to what she has the other partner in yeah. all right yeah. so yeah. we've asked you to send you to for you guys to send us your voice notes and uh you know just give us your opinion on this thing you know there's these people were romandi voice notes <laughs> you know and 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 they just hung on let's just hear what you guys had to say it's to me I think they need to be taught not to label who is stepmom and who is stepdad. In that case, won't give us a right Mangtenge something or anything, something alone. Mama kapala at no yo wanaka high rat into an eye, wanaka are high, but Marumtala's bomb nigga bega chabli. Girl, that's when don't get an again man chicken for the personal mama con. I get who's a big thing in gum like a equal again. It's a big again. Ah, no, no, we can't. No, but I feel like the, the justice of this is that both parents and both parties need to sit down, including the person who, the additional person who's in that. Everything True, I understand. There's nothing called stepmom, stepdad, bonka mama, bonka bubaba, and that's how it is. That's how it's gonna be. I appreciate everything oh. from both sides. And the problem is that's why you drama. But I'm sure you can handle it if if, if you guys act in a responsible manner it can be handled and then stop <laughs> <laughs> this is what we're dealing with yeah now you coming here with your mature self uh-huh. but i mean it's a different it's a different jungle yeah, out there. I think it's people, a different way in how they people handle are them. using the child uh the child's energy for competition you know yeah. and it's, it's very important that the mother that is out of the situation yeah. um the parent that mm. is out of that new relationship where the step parenting occurs yeah. needs to 
not put that bad energy into the child's mind, yeah. you know, and use the competition or the, the, the resentment that they still have for their ex-partner, yeah. uh, you know, to fuel this uh, making the other partner's yeah. life miserable. Yeah. Because you know what it does? It All it does, it, it's create, it creates a very miserable home yeah. where the child will be maladjusted. And guess what? It's coming back to you. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Coming it's, coming, it's coming yeah. back to you. Yeah, if a child can get the 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 the, the, the courage to tell um tum tala with and know to pretend when the father's around. Yeah. It says something about already what is forming psychologically in terms of the child and later on they'll be dealing with you like that. I met Jesus at the crossroad. Ding, ding, dun, the two ways meet. Ding, ding, school concerts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are awkward. School concerts, yeah. uh, school events. How, how, I mean, how do you deal with... I get first right of refusal. <laughs> yeah. Done. Done. If, I, if, if, if I'm not on good terms with this parent, we can all go. Yeah. We can all go to the Can school. we all go? Yeah, we can all go. But it's my child. Yeah, that, that, that's what I'm saying. And, and my question is, is it wrong now to say, can, can when we school things, can it just be me and you? Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think I it's won't fair. bring smuggling, don't bring timber. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Um, chances are you guys, if the kid is still doing school concerts, yeah. it's a small child, which means you guys, it hasn't been long since you broke up. You know? <laughs> Unless you guys, hey, you, for people the longest break time, up when people are still in tummies. Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah. But still, still, yeah. uh, there's there's quite a fresh thing situation there. Right. It's five years, six years, seven years old. Yeah. At the most. Yeah. You know. So I think it's fair to expect that. Please, let's just keep our partners. If I can't make it, you can go. Yeah. With the partner. Yeah. You know. But um, and the schools must also stop. But that's the uh, thing. Calling, calling. We are partner, we are guy. Eh. Partner, I get like no, right no, no. now. Let's, let's say, let's say, yeah. Partner, yeah, guy. No, no, no. I'm saying now, if it's like my situation yeah. where this person, I, I've accepted them as another parent in this oh, okay. in this child's life. Yeah, then you're okay you know? with it. Yeah, then I'm okay with it. But is in out here last week. Yeah. On his forehead. Isn't that man? Because also it's it's um. It's it's important that yeah. we don't keep bringing people in and out of our children's lives. Yeah. You gotta make sure that that person is there for the long haul. You know, in order for you to. But I mean, when have you got deep roots? You know, do you believe that a, a village can raise a child? I mean, we're talking about a tamalako next right? Yeah. And <laughs> you know, you're okay with that. Now we're looking at how we were raised. Maybe sometimes, right now, you there's people who are comfortable with with spanking, and there's people who are uncomfortable with spanking. Mm. Look, it's it's a difficult one. Spanking is a special kind of punishment. Why are you carrying it? Like, like yeah. your, your child already spanked me. Yeah, yeah. You know, it can create a problem. Mm-hmm. I think if you're a new person in this child's life, stay away from the spanking. Um, let the parent, I think, the, the the biological parent deal with that. Rather tell the biological parent, and then let the mother Decide. The one to deliver, decide what kind of punishment. Yeah. But not spanking was designed for willful disobedience. So yeah. I warn you, I give you a system of warnings, mm-hmm. and it's usually three warnings yeah. that escalate in terms of intensity. Yeah. And the second one is actually the one that tells you that if you do it one more time, mm. I'm going to deal with you. Yeah, I'm going to deal with you. And 
consistently with my children, mm-hmm. I have delivered on that third warning. <laughs> and guess I have what? Delivered. Yeah. yeah, I've delivered. Yeah. And guess what? Some of them it took once, some of them twice. Yeah. The most was thrice and it was with uh, my my last kid, who's um, who her first say year and a half had been spent with her mother, yeah. who I believe was spoiling her at that yeah, time. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, and you know it took slightly longer, but today when I say something, Umotili. my word is bond. Yeah, especially with <laughs> us dads. Yeah, my yeah. word is bond, so I don't have to do it anymore. The threat of it. Yeah, and knowing what it will happen. And you know what it does that they, and I, I don't do it out of anger. You know, I would balance my energy before I spank my kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. give them yeah. three of the best. Yeah. No more, no less. And I balance my yeah. energy. Yeah. Cause you yeah. know why? It's, it's an energy thing. Yeah. If you're going to take out anger on a child, because yeah. what you have to do after all that hurt, yeah. you have to explain to them after maybe an hour or yeah. whatever, you have to explain to them what just happened. Yeah. Break down their behavior yeah. and how you got there. And order now, I hate this thing. But guess what? I'm going to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> guess what? My children, yeah. Joe, yeah. I've never had to spank them too many more times than three times. Yeah. 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 And I like the fact that you break it down after that so that yeah. they understand. And, and yeah. when you're talking about chale- like channeling your energy. Now, now, when you're channeling your energy, a parent, a biological parent can, challenge, can channel their energy. Yeah. But when we're talking about, they don't, they don't have to yeah. go through, let me channel myself. Yeah. So rather leave it to the biological. Leave it to the biological parent. Because the dynamics are just too messy. Ah, man. You yeah. know, we are talking to Stone and you and I can talk the whole day. And it would really be be nice if we could talk the, the whole day. Because the stuff that you're saying is insightful. But you're also going to play a mix for us. Yeah. So man. I don't want to chow into that time. Um, let's just talk quickly. What's next for you? I know Bongo Muffin is coming together, but you are just busy with a lot of things. Yeah, man. Um, you know, we are still recovering from the problems that happened at the SABC <laughs> with uh, Africa Faye still happening. It yeah. actually is recorded in this very building downstairs. Yeah. Um, and of course, I've got my DJ career. I'm learning every day, you know, yeah. to get better at it. But this Bongo Muffin thing is really the big one because mm-hmm. within that, we're going to have a docu-reality series with BET. Ah. Um, um, a six-part um, series, and I think there are many other spin-offs coming from that. Yeah. We will be touring, you know, uh, promoting our own shows because we want to do longer sets. Yeah. The best show you only allowed forty-five minutes, yeah. so you know we want to do <laughs> yeah. at least then, twice that. And then there's someone there who is with it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Last track. Last track. Yeah. So that's primarily what we're doing this year, man. I'm getting a lot of things off of my plate so that I can concentrate on this. All right. So where do we find you on social media, man? At Tonito on Twitter, at Tonito on Instagram, and Tonito Seate on uh, um, Facebook. I'm about. I think I'm about to cancel my Facebook. This Zuckerberg story. Yeah. Was, uh, <laughs> what what Cambridge Analytica? What what? Yeah, yeah. You like? Uh, you uh, but yeah. I mean, Facebook owns uh, Instagram, right? Yeah, they do. But so you see, cancel that too. I, I think Facebook would tends to be using up a lot of information, personal yeah. information. You know, yeah. Instagram it seems to be a very linear thing. Yeah, boop, yeah. Picture, Facebook is so done. multidimensional. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All yeah. right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was Stone Seat and, uh, you know, producer, musician, cyclist, uh, presenter. Uh, you know, I wish we could talk about Echate uh, Matlala, but just to give you an idea that he goes around and, uh, you know, he... He 
he, he gives back to, yeah, to, to, to the Northwest where he's from. And, I and you're there, that. you're always there. I'm always there. I'm always <laughs> cycling with you. You know, we go around to schools and we give uniforms, but we also help people start up their own businesses, which is also great. You know, we don't just, uh. Big up on the circumcision, um, campaign that you're doing as well. Listen, uh, it's been nice hanging out with you and my name is Gaksomudupe, aka Gakhmo, and you can catch the podcast on cliffcentral.com and we're just gonna roll out uh, with Stone Seater's mix.
CliffCentral.com.